Congratulations! Your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Friday, my friends. I do hope you had just a beautiful Thanksgiving. I hope you savored your moments. I hope you just sat in those moments and looked around and counted your blessings. I hope you were truly thankful yesterday. So how did you wake up today? It's the day after Thanksgiving, the day that a lot of people go out, they go shopping, they start decorating the house, they start playing the Christmas music. Maybe people start the countdown. We have one month and one day until Christmas. And I'm telling you guys, if the thought of Christmas being one month and one day away gives you anything but joy and happiness, if it makes you stressed or overwhelmed in any way, honey, you're doing Christmas wrong. This is Jesus's birthday. He does not want you stressed out, overwhelmed, spending too much money, exhausted. That does not honor him. So maybe today, if you're shopping for gifts or if you're decorating your house, just remember why you are doing this. We are celebrating the birth of our Savior. Let's continue to be grateful. Yesterday, we focused on gratitude. Um, We should still be that grateful today. Well, for today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast, I'm I'm going unplugged. I don't have um, like a transcript, a a script that I've worked up in advance. Uh, I'm doing what we do sometimes on Fridays is we go back to something that God has already shown us in the week and we just go a little bit deeper. And what God asked me to do today was to just go back to yesterday's scripture, the story that we shared yesterday in Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19 of the lepers that were healed. And it was our Thanksgiving message, but we're going to go deeper to really understand this message and see how it applies to the day after Thanksgiving too. So I'm just going to read um, the actual story. Luke 17 verses 11 through 19 says, now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance. Now, the reason why they stood at a distance is because they were required to. When you had leprosy, you had to like stay in the woods. You couldn't come out into public because you were so contagious. You were a true outcast. So they stood at a distance and they called out in a loud voice, Jesus, master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? 
And then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. So let's dig deeper in this story today. Why is it that Jesus said to them, after they beg for pity and healing, he says, go show yourselves to the priests. Well, back then, that was the proof of healing. You had to be verified as healed by the priests. It wasn't official that you had received healing until the priest saw it and said, Indeed, this person has been healed. So that's why Jesus says to them, go and show yourselves to the priests. It's because they needed to see that they were healed. But as they went, they were healed. It wasn't the priests who healed them. It was as they went, as Jesus told them to, They were healed on their way. And one turned around. One came back. He just couldn't continue on to the priest. He came back to Jesus. And I want you to get this point, okay? He came back to Jesus to say thank you before he had proof of his miracle. The proof of the miracle back then, was that the priest had to say you were healed. But this one, before he had proof of his healing, his absolute faith said, I got to turn back and I got to tell Jesus, thank you. Are you waiting for proof of your miracle to give your thanks? You see, I think what Jesus wants us to do is to thank him for what he is doing in our lives before we see what he is doing, before we have proof of the miracle. Jesus wants us to continually come back and say, Jesus, thank you. I know you are doing it. I know you are working. So it's not waiting for proof. That's why he came back. And get this, the Samaritan, it's very clear that the one who came back was a Samaritan. And then Jesus calls him a foreigner. He was the one out of the 10 that was different. A Samaritan was someone that was from Samaria and they were considered outcasts by the Jews. They didn't believe the same thing that the Jews believed. So when Jesus calls him a foreigner, it means he was different than the rest. And it was this foreigner, the one who was different, the one who was considered an outcast, was the only one that came back to tell Jesus, thank you for the healing. All 10 were healed, but only the foreigner, the outcast, the Samaritan, came back to tell Jesus, thank you. Why is that? Why do you think he came back and not the others? I believe it's because the others felt like, as Jews, they were entitled to the healing. And this one, the Sumerian, the foreigner, he knew he wasn't entitled to anything. And it's that entitlement that gets in the way of our gratitude, of our full praise to God. When we feel like we are entitled 
we don't give God the praise for what he has done in our lives. I remember a very specific time in my life where I felt like I was entitled to God's provision and God's goodness. We had given up our business. We had built a mortgage business in Dallas and we had worked our tails off to have a successful business. And we felt like God was calling us to help start a church in El Paso, Texas. And we went and we gave up all this business that we had worked so hard to build in Dallas. But in my mind, because we were going to do God's work, God would supernaturally rebuild and bless our business in the new town. Like that made sense to me. God, I'll go work for you. You'll bless me in return. This will all be good. And instead, we struggled. I mean, we struggled like ramen noodle struggle, like hardcore. I don't know if we have enough quarters to buy groceries this week, struggled. And I was so upset with God. And then God humbled me and helped me to realize it's because I felt entitled, like I was self-righteous. I was doing this for God, so God should do this for me. I was tying strings and I was so heartbroken that God wasn't keeping up his end of the deal. But guess what, honey? He never made that deal. He never said, follow me and it's going to be easy. Oh, it's going to all be taken care of. He never said that. It was my entitlement that got in the way. I felt entitled to blessings because I was going to do God's work. It doesn't work that way. And my humbling moment was knowing the story of a little girl named Phoebe. Phoebe was two or three years old, and she was absolutely beautiful, blonde hair, blue-eyed little girl, and her parents were missionaries. So these were people who had really, really given everything to God. They were living in Mexico, being full-time missionaries, and little Phoebe got a brain tumor, and it was cancer. And she was in a battle for her life. And her parents were just on their face in faith, begging for healing. And little Phoebe passed away. And I remember it was a moment of just absolute spirit check for me. Of if that family isn't entitled to healthy children and healing then what makes me think that my family and what we do are entitled to a paycheck? Like, aren't we entitled to nothing? And when we're entitled to nothing, we can be grateful for everything. I felt like I deserved these provisions and these blessings because of what I was doing And then I realized this whole I deserve it thing was entitlement. And entitlement keeps us from being grateful. And God wants us to be humble and he wants us to be grateful. And we actually have a forbidden phrase in our house. The forbidden phrase is, I deserve it. 
Really? You, you deserve it? You, you deserve that? You deserve a new car? You deserve to get to go shopping? You deserve pie? You deserve it? No. We must thank God that we don't get what we deserve. Pray that we don't get what we deserve. Now, maybe you're worth it. That's what my husband reminds me, honey. You don't deserve it, but you're worth it. You're you're worth it. But pray that you don't get what you deserve. Psalm 103 verse 10 says, He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. We don't get what we deserve, and that's a great thing. How blessed are we that we don't get what we deserve? You know what we get? We get God's grace. We can't earn that. There are not enough good deeds that you could possibly rack up that would deserve God's grace. We get God's grace. Jesus didn't deserve to die, right? He didn't deserve to die. He was perfect. He didn't deserve to die. But God's grace designed that sacrifice so that we wouldn't get what we deserve. Let us never grow entitled to the grace and the mercy of God. Let us never be so expectant of God's blessings that we receive and we never turn back. Let us always remember what we do deserve and be so grateful that we don't get it. So what is it that you have received, what grace and mercy of God's have you received that you know you don't deserve it? You're not entitled to it. You're like the foreigner that when you receive that healing, you're like, oh my goodness, I don't deserve this. I'm not entitled to it. And you absolutely have to run back and say, thank you. This is what God wants us to see. Our entitlement blocks our praise. So we drop all of that. Honey, you don't get what you deserve. And that's a really good thing. And everything we do have, we got to come back and tell Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because he took on what he didn't deserve for us. Aren't you grateful? We're going to continue this holiday season with that level of gratitude. And wow, what a difference it will make. My friends, I would love to pray with you today. Won't you join me? Let's pray together. Well, good morning, Papa God. Thank you for a new day of life. Thank you for waking us up. Thank you for everything you have done for us. Thank you for your mercy and your grace that we could never deserve. God, we could never be good enough to deserve Jesus ever. There's no amount of good deeds that we could ever do to deserve the blood of Jesus. So I thank you for what we don't deserve. I pray that you would help us to see anywhere in our lives that we're walking around entitled 
And that entitlement has us disappointed in life, feeling like we didn't get what we deserve and our good works aren't being rewarded. I pray that you would help us to shift our focus, help us to see things differently, help us to live in true gratitude for everything you have done for us that we do not deserve. We thank you so much. I'm so grateful for every family represented listening today. I pray your blessings over them. I pray your grace and mercy, God. They don't deserve it, but I thank you for pouring it out anyway. I pray for your provisions and your protection over them. It is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, my friends, thank you so much for joining me today. I love our time together. Um, Maybe you can hear it in my voice. I'm a little under the weather today, but my heart is still so grateful to be here. So thank you for inviting me into your life. I bet you on Monday morning, I'll be more peppy. I'll have some more zest to give you. I'll bring Jesus. You meet me here. Uh, We'll meet again on Monday. Have a beautiful day of life. Have an amazing weekend, my friends. Decorate. Be jolly be happy be grateful i love you wildly goodbye everybody you were created for a big life we'll help you do it join us each weekday for a new big life devotional podcast if you're ready to dive into the big life way of living visit our website at biglifehq.com 